With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio? Mm, mm, mm. There's no such thing as a good excuse for not buckling up. Law enforcement writing tickets, so why take the risk? Do the smart thing, start buckling up every trip, day or night. Click it or ticket, paid for by NHTSA. So, um, you ever have one of those days where you're not really lined up on sports and you're like, you know, I, I, I got up and I got in the car and I was, I had a phone call to return and I took my kids to school and then I went to work and then, um, now you're hopping in your car. If you're on the East coast and it's five o'clock and you're like, all right, what'd I miss? Oh, you missed a lot. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I don't know if you paid attention, but the Lakers, do you guys have that sound? Usually most NBA players go into some like, you know, had we done this? We need to like, there's some sort of ability to paint it as, you know, we could have won this game. If not for this one thing going wrong, that was not LeBron James after last night. Take a listen. We got our ass kicked. I mean, it's just that simple. 
Um, they did, got to whatever they wanted to get to in this game. And, uh, you know, we got to be better, obviously, if we want to force a game seven. So, obviously, a lot to uh, learn from in this game, a lot to cover. See, uh, you know, what we got to do better going into game six. But, uh, I mean, they, they pretty much just kicked our asses. I mean, it's nothing else really to say. That happened. I mean, the, the honesty of LeBron, pretty amazing. And then, then this morning, you know, after obviously the Celtics lose to the net to the Nets, taking only one game from Brooklyn, they they were without three starters by the end of the series. Danny Ainge stepped down as president of basketball operations, and Brad Stevens stepped down as head coach to assume the president of basketball operations job. He's moving into a front office position, full time role. Celtics going to start a search for a new head coach. The staff and the coaches have been informed of the changes. This is Danny Ainge moments ago. Today is not a great day. Uh, I wish we would have, you know, finished the year on a, on a much better note. Um, but I feel like there's so much hope in, in the Celtics going forward. This is a good day for me and for my family, my children. Uh, I've talked with them through all of this process and uh, we're excited for, you know, the opportunities that I have to spend more time with them and, and not be as stressed. Not be as stressed. So this is a family dynamic. This is Brad Stevens moments ago. It's an honor to be trusted with this responsibility and, and then to get a chance to learn from and work and work alongside Danny all of this time. So, so Brad, it felt like Brad's message w- messages weren't being received. And instead of firing him, and they probably had to pay him a ton of money, they promoted him. For Danny, it felt like Danny had, and and you guys can have, I love all these like imaginary trade scenarios and things that they've done. If, if, are we telling a real story about, about what they, what they did? I hear people say, well, you know, they, the, the trade to Brooklyn didn't amount to, what are you talking about? What standard could you possibly be talking about? Look, he, the, the team had been mired in uh, mediocrity to upper level mediocrity for years. He gets there and ultimately he was able to get them Garnett and eventually Ray Allen to go along with Rondo to go along with Paul Pierce and they, they build a championship team. Then they strip it down. And when most teams strip it down, you don't get the benefit of, in the conversation, the greatest trades ever pulled off. Go back and look at the trades. Go back and look at the Jason Tatum trade. You're like, well, they didn't win a championship. He had the number one pick. He traded to the number three pick. And got a better player than the number one pick and got got another pick to go with it. What about that was a bad trade? The trade for Kyrie Irving. Did it get him a championship? No. No. Do you guys know what he traded for Kyrie Irving? You want to take a guess, Gavin? Uh, was it like an Isaiah Thomas thing? Sure. Yeah. How many games did he play with the, with the Cavaliers? Not many. Any guess? Five. Okay. So it, it was a trade. It was um, to the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cavaliers got Jay Crowder, 
the Cavaliers got uh, um, got Isaiah Thomas. They got Ante Zizic, right? And they got an unprotected first round pick, which actually ended up getting them um, a very a, a good prospect in Colin Sexton, and he's been a decent, solid, you know, lower uh, probably last. 10 of the NBA in terms of starting point guards, but he's not a terrible player. You know, the Celtics got Kyrie Irving and, uh, and, uh, they, they got Kyrie Irving, who's a superstar. It was Wait. a great trade. Like you go back and look, he pulled off good trade after good trade. He put them in position to succeed. Did he ultimately pull off the trade to get them Anthony Davis? No, but Anthony Davis wasn't going to resign there. He didn't want to go there. Like we, we always create these scenarios where like, Hey, you didn't, you didn't do the impossible. Like, Hey bud, I can't do the impossible. That's why it's impossible. What are you going to say? I was going to say that the Kyrie, you know, trade would have been phenomenal if Kyrie put the effort in that he should have. Well, look, Kyrie was actually playing well, but if you remember, he had, to have a, a, a two knee procedures done. And there was some fear that his knee would never be the same when he, when his kneecap separated and he was playing for the Cavs and they're playing the NBA finals. He had not, he, he had, there's a wire mesh that he, that kept it kind of together while it, while it rehabilitated. And that wire mesh was bothering his knee. When they took that out, there was some portions of, of where there were screws in his knee that were infected and they had to kind of go back in and clean that out. And so it was a very, very lengthy rehab, but people forget that Kyrie was doing very well before that. And then what happened was while he was out, they went to the Eastern conference finals with those young guys. And those young guys were like, we don't need him. He wasn't great with trying to reassume a leadership role and it all went bad, but that doesn't make it a bad, like bad trade at the, it's not a bad trade at the time. It's not a bad trade in the, in the past, in, in, in the future, it won't be viewed as a bad trade. Anybody with a brain, anybody with a brain understands what he did with Philadelphia. He got over on Philadelphia and swapped number one for number three and got a better player. That's what happened. So I, I, I don't know how you cannot say it unless it's like, well, they didn't win multiple championships. Like, okay, got it. You know? I mean, Rob Palinka, if, if they don't win a title this year and they have to reform themselves, and they don't win another title with LeBron James. Does that make the LeBron James acquisition a bad one? Or the, No, they want a title. Do you know how hard that is? And to get to the conference championship game, conference championship uh, series, three of the past four years, spectacular stuff. Uh, we just have lost all sense of where it's, we're an all or nothing NBA society. You don't win the championship, you didn't do it. Like, that's not true. Danny Ainge has been an unbelievable general manager. Has he had some missteps? Yes. You tell me the guy that's made perfect moves across the, across the board. You know, you're like, well, the Gordon Hayward thing didn't work out. Gordon Hayward for people who forgot he was the most prized free agent on the market. He left Utah to return for his college coach and he broke his leg his first quarter of his first game with the Celtics. He has not been the same up until this year. He's better, but not been the same since. I don't know what he would have been like, but my guess is he would have been far more productive and they would have had been better along if they would have been able to have all of their weapons. They didn't. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view. 
an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. Is your dad's razor older than you are? Get him something new for Father's Day, a DSC, six-blade razor. is perfect for an extra close, precise shave. Get one now at a store near you as part of a gift set at dollarshaveclub.com slash breakfast club. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash breakfast club. All right, we'll get to Eddie House in a minute, get his thoughts on all things NBA. I will tell you that I was dead wrong about the LeBron James impact last night. And 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they have it in them. I don't know. Uh, Anthony Davis, you know, remember, he's got to play on Thursday and today's Wednesday. So it's a quick turnaround. And if you can't play at all on Tuesday, it's not like you can just all of a sudden go from not playing to your back to normal. This one feels over. I don't know. You know, I, I, and I totally understand like how many times have we said that about NBA playoff series and the reality is they're not over, but it does feel over really does. Doesn't it feel that way to anybody else? Does to me completely does to me. Byer, does it feel over to you at all? Does it feel like this thing's a wrap? I mean, if, if Anthony Davis doesn't play in game six, yes, but the, what, what we've, you know, and I saw something today, maybe signs pointing towards Anthony Davis playing in game six. But again, I, I'm not as far down the road as you are, but I definitely would rather be in the Suns position than the Lakers position. Well, I did not say it was over. I said it feels like it's over. Now, that may be a cop out to some people, and I understand it. The reality is that's how it feels. It feels like it's it's a done deal. It feels like it's over. Um, I think there were expectations last night. I think I even voiced them here of, and not just the LeBron takeover game, but in a point of maybe him relishing that opportunity. Yes. And I'm, and I'm not saying that he didn't, but it just didn't come to fruition. I thought a lot of the stuff that we talked about, about the contributions of, of the other guys and not being able to count on them, uh, came out in full force last night. And I don't, I don't agree. And I, I know not to disagree with Inside the NBA, the greatest studio okay. show that there is, but when they said, I think maybe Shaq said they just didn't come out to play, they didn't have any urgency. I disagree with that. I, I just think that those guys are who they are. I, I, I don't think that you can, you know, like, do I think that, you know, Kyle Kuzma and Dennis Schroeder and Alex Caruso wanted to win last night? Yeah. Do I think they tried their best? Yeah. Do I think that they gave what we, you know, who they are? That's yeah, that's what I think happened. I don't think that they came out and, you know, didn't have the energy and didn't try. They got hit in the mouth late in the first and early early in the second, and they aren't good enough to recover from something like that. Oh, I totally agree with that. That is a that is a very I that that is a very firm and reasonable series of takes. Right? Like it's like, well, why does and and players always want, you know, like, man, if I if they ran the place for me, we'd be okay. Now let's run the place for you in the playoffs and see what you got. You know? <laughs> it, it's why they say you got to be a star in your role. Yeah. Right? I mean, Dennis Schroeder, I think, has been the most disappointing, especially considering, you know, what he turned down financially, what his own expectations, and and the image that he was kind of making for himself before this, for this ill-fated playoff series. You know? And you know now what? What is your opinion of Dennis Schroeder? Like, what is his value on the open market? It's a great question. I don't truly know the answer to it. I wish I did, but I don't truly know. I I just don't know the answer to it. Um, and you know, like, look, KCP being hurt, Anthony Davis being hurt. You're without two starters. Obviously, you know, your most talented player at this point in time in his career. That's that's not blasphemy. I think anyone's reasonable about LeBron James that he still has an incredible amount of talent and athletic gifts. Just not he's not in his prime anymore. That was on display last night. But I wouldn't put it all on, or even most of it, on LeBron. But in the past, LeBron had been able to like it's okay. They're not. I can carry it. He just doesn't appear to be able to do that. 
Yeah, they had 10 points in the second quarter yesterday. 10 points in the second quarter. 10. 10 points in the second quarter. Wow. I mean, was that defense from, are you trying to say is that good defense by Phoenix or just bad offense by the Lakers? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's yeah. one or the other, right? It's either one no, or I, it's I, the I, other. I think it's in combination with, I mean, I think part of it is LeBron can't, He's never really been a go by you guy. It's been more of a downhill guy. But he, I mean, he was just such a force of nature for so long. I think that's kind of limited. I think they can load up the, load up the lane on him some. You know, look, they never solved really the center situation anyway. Like Drummond can rebound, but he's just at nothing offensively. And then Marcus All can hit shots, but he, he can't do anything else anymore. So it's not only exposing the fact that they're a different team without Anthony Davis. But that some of the, you know, they were left with a, a tough spot trying to find that, that five man. And it doesn't work. And they can't really play small ball with what they got. And they played Montrez late. He scored a little bit late, but he, he's limited. Wouldn't surprise me if he got more run early instead of uh, Marcus Morris, who started and hit a three early and then did nothing the rest of the game. I mean, they're still searching for themselves. That does not, when you're at this point in the season, you don't know who you are. Yikes. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Do we understand how big a story this is? Right. Um, what, what do you think here? Uh, what do you think here, Byer? How will we relate it? How big a story? Bob Baffert being banned from the Kentucky Derby. Oh, man. I, I, you know, is, is this a bounty gate sort of thing, like with Sean Payton? Um, is, is it even bigger than that? Like feel bigger. Try, trying to find the equivalent? Because they, they didn't keep him out of the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Who's it? Like, give me a team. Give me a program in basketball or football that has, for the last 25 years, has been great and then recently has won championships. Well, do you want to take, like, Alabama or Ohio State or? Uh, uh, Alabama's or- always been good, but uh, we need a more recent one. I mean, Clemson. almost as Take if Clemson. It, How about Clemson? Okay, yes, Clemson. Right. Imagine if they said, "Hey, Clemson can't go to the can't go to the college football playoff for two years." Right? Is yeah, that is yeah. that is that is that what we got? Yeah, that'd be a big deal, a big <laughs> to deal. say the least. Be a big deal. Yeah. Now consider that this is a worldwide sport, and the horses are worth millions and millions of dollars. You know, and you have billionaires who attend these events far more so than college football. Like we think of college football as bigger and is in the States, but in totality, the Kentucky Derby is one of the biggest sporting events in the entire world. What about the A-Rod suspension? I I mean, we're talking about similar things here. You know, the 162 games and the, I mean, with the the past and the history. The Yankees weren't allowed in the playoffs because A-Rod tested positive twice for steroids. And no derby, no derby for Bob Baffert or any other trainer that's employed by him. That's crazy, right? So what does he do with the two-year-olds that are set to be three-year-olds for next year that they're on that track? Does he switch ownership and somebody else does it? I do not have the knowledge on that. That's a good question. This is like the death penalty for college, college sports. Right, it's not just about the years. It's about can you can he get it back? If he can't have horses at the Kentucky Derby for two years, can he get it back after that? It's a great story. 
This is really interesting. All right, let's uh, let's get to Eddie House. Works for Fox Sports 1, covers the NBA. Of course, won an NBA championship with LeBron at Eddie underscore House 50. He joins us. I was I was stunned, not just at the Lakers losing, but the way in which they lost. Uh, what was your reaction to what happened in Phoenix last night? It looked like, first off, how you doing, Doug? What's Good, going man. On, man? Um, it almost looked like they, once, once they got hit, in the mouth you a lot of times you go to your opposing team's arena you come into it they got energy they're hyped before the game the crowd's into it and you take that first blow and then you kind of settle in the dust settles and it becomes a basketball game it seemed like once they got hit they were like hey it was almost like getting hit remember how mike tyson's opponents used to look when they first got hit by mike tyson at the beginning of his career when they first got hit they was on their heels they didn't want anymore even a grazing blow what have them going down, and that's what it looked like. It looked like a team that was retreating that, um, you know, as much as LeBron uh, wanted to try to get everybody else involved, they just weren't getting it done. They weren't knocking down shots. And to me, honestly, I just think they take too many threes. They're not a three-point shooting basketball team, and they take too many threes. I think on the flip side of that, look at what the Phoenix Suns did. Every time LeBron had the basketball, everybody was loaded to the ball. That he couldn't find too many gaps to to get into the paint to get to the basket. Um, there were there was somebody there at the uh, the nail. There was somebody at the elbow. There was somebody always there, a secondary defender that he seen. Um, not that he had to get past, and then he had to deal with the secondary defender. No, he seen two everywhere he went. There was a wall, and it forced him because LeBron's a guy that makes the right plays. Forced him to make the right plays, and uh, unfortunately for for the Lakers, and fortunately for the Suns. Their game plan worked, and uh, the the others just weren't getting it done. We're knocking down shots. Do you think they're done? I you, the, the way they looked like the way it looked last night. It looked like they were done yesterday. Uh, it looked like man, there's no shot. But I, I can't discredit the 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 effort, the basketball acumen of the coaching staff that the Lakers have um, of LeBron James. Uh, so I, I can't say that they're done just on those things, but from me being a competitor and seeing how everybody reacted, how the team reacted, there was really no fight. Um, and that's the thing that's the scary part about it that makes me think that it could be done. Um, there was just no fight. You know, uh, you could lose a basketball game, but you can't get punished. And if you're getting punished, at some point you change it and say, okay, we could find something in this game that was a positive I don't think you could find anything that was positive for the Lakers yesterday. That's Eddie House joining us here, NBA champion, of course, an NBA analyst as well. It's Doug Gottlieb's show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, what about the Suns? Uh, we, like, th- there's like no discussion about the Suns, it seems like. They're the number two. Remember last year they were the hottest team, and they just didn't make it uh, in the playoffs out of the bubble. This year, um, obviously you've seen massive improvement from DeAndre Ayton. Chris Paul went healthy, has been... Uh, has been the leader and the point guard that they desperately needed. Some people liked him as the MVP. And then they have Devin Booker, who is a walking bucket, maybe not to level in the playoffs yet of a Jason Tatum or, or, or Damian Lillard, but that type of scoring weapon, um, does it change your outlook for the possibility that, that they could make a, a finals run here this year? A finals run to me, that's a, that's a stretch for, for me. But uh, again, you know, cause I think, 
that at Utah's is a hell of a basketball team that's been there, that's been competitive, that without Bogdanovich last year, uh, you know, was competitive. And I thought that they would make a run last year without him, but with having him inserted there, Jordan Clarkson being another threat, another guy that can score and take the scoring load off of Donovan Mitchell, I still think it will be a tough series. And I think that, you know, just the experience of Utah will get them past. But, um, the thing about the Suns is they believe, man. They believe in each other. I mean, all they believe in the coaching staff. The coaching staff believes in the front office. The players believe in each other. And those are things that, that those are intangibles within an organization, you know, that if you have that with some players that can play and with that belief, you could go a long way. You could go you could go a long way. Now, can you get all the way there? That's that that that's tough. That that's extremely tough. But at the same time, you know, I think that James Jones has done a fantastic job putting pieces around Devin Booker um, and Aiton. I think Aiton has been phenomenal. You know, as much as people, and I live in the Valley, as much as people talk about, oh, we should have took Luka Doncic, we took a, the Luka, why did we not take Luka? We took DeAndre Aiton. I say DeAndre Aiton, his numbers are extremely impressive in the playoffs, but just his career numbers. I mean, what more do you want somebody to do? You know, get you a double-double, you know, close to 20 and 10, um, it, it, so um, they want him to be a Kim Olajuwon, and that's not what he is, you know. So I, I think that they have a great mix. They'll be extremely competitive throughout these playoffs, and they believe. And Devin Booker's a killer. Now Chris Paul's health, you know. Let's see how that shoulder holds up. You know, um, that was a little scary for him last night, but at the same time, you know, they was able to gut it out and get that win, and it was a blowout from the beginning, so it wasn't too much pressure. Um, but I, I think there they'll be a very competitive team with this year's experience of playoff uh, experience. I think next year a very formidable team that can make a very very deep run and, and possibly uh, get to the finals. Eddie House joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Eddie, you were famously an explosive scorer going back to your college days, right? Uh, but the show that Damian Lillard put on last night mm. how how would you contextualize it from somebody who's actually played against that level of defense in, in that type of environment? I'm, I'll tell you this, that he, you know he didn't want to lose, and he did everything he could possibly do to keep his team from losing, except they lost the game. You know, he just needed – he did everything he could do, okay? Um, it was one point they were down eight points, and I'm not even playing. I turned from it. I was like, oh, this game's over. I want to say it was the first overtime. I was like, this game's over with. Click, and I – and uh, one of my friends called me. Was like, "Hey, man!" I was like, "Hey, don't tell me. Let me click back." I clicked back, and sure as sure as uh, everything, Dame did it again. And I was just like, "Man, you know, he is unbelievable." I think Portland might not be the place for him. It's a hard sell for other free agents. I know he wants to build some there. His his loyalty, loyal to a fault, um, because the minute you're not performing, they will get rid of you. But um, I think that he has to come to grips that. Players don't want to come to Portland. Portland is not an attractive place. And, hey, maybe you guys go somewhere that's more attractive and build there, some very similar to what uh, Brooklyn has done. And, and and that's what it is nowadays. I mean, if you expect to compete for championships, and I've heard Dame say this plenty of times, that it's not, that's not something that he's too worried about defining him. He has other things that he feels that defines him as a man and as a person. His basketball um, accomplishments speak for themselves. But – Ultimately, when we all view everybody's career and, and uh, put it in a bubble, we want to see 
the end result and was it a championship or not. And I think if he stays in Portland, it'll be definitely, I don't think that it, that, that will get done. It's just not an attractive place for other people, uh, other players, free agents, superstars to come and play at, in that organization, nothing against it um, or that city, but it is more attractive places, more marketable places that you could be playing at. And if he was to go there and team up, and I know he's against that team up with some other guys, I mean, that's the only thing missing. He needs some other guys that have that in him, that have that in them, the same thing that he has. They have to have that same thing. Uh, otherwise, it'll be this, great performances but fell short. Um, why do you think the Celtics fell apart? Well, injury, number one. But then you know how it is, uh, Doug. You know this. We see you hear the same voice over and over. At first, it gets you riled up. You know, you believe in it. And then – the next year, the same thing. Oh, we will, we could do, get it this year. And then the next year, I mean, we're right there. We we could get there. We'll we'll be there. The, and then, so far, the message starts falling on deaf ears. Guys that were extremely young start becoming superstars and start understanding different levels of the game. Start understanding the game a little different. And not really the not that they don't believe in the coach, but at the same time, uh, kind of have uh, went above and beyond that message. They just tune them out. Um, yeah, you know, just it falls on deaf ears. So I think that injuries happen and that as well. You know, the same voice over and over. And we've we seen it with, with the Clippers, with Doc. Uh, we, even when Doc was with the Celtics, that just happens over and over. Um, unless you're winning. If you are winning, it doesn't matter. But when you get close and then you don't get back to that level, then, you know, things start getting a little, the, the water start getting a little murky and, and people are looking for for a different voice and and different and and start to blame. You know, the coach is the first guy to go. Sure, sure. In, in your mind, does it have to be a former player who's the next coach? Right. You you go the opposite of what you had previously. Brad didn't play in the league. Do you have to get somebody who played that that's more relatable to the players? I, and that's exactly the key right there. Now, playing or not playing, you have to get somebody who is relatable to these players. Um, this is definitely a different era. So you could get a player, a former player but is not relatable to this era of basketball or, or this generation of, of players. You have to get somebody that is, is able to relate on every level, you know, dealing with the social media stuff, um, understanding that this is a total different league than it has ever been. One of the youngest, this is the youngest league uh, with guys being one and done in um, two years. It's just, look at the superstars around the league, how young they are. Uh, so it's going to have, it's going to be a, a coach that has to be able to, um, be on the same page on all, on all aspects of those things, you know, as far as understanding how these players are nowadays. Um, I just, it, it, so to me, that's the main thing. Uh, former player, I would love to see that. I think it needs to be more former players in the league, but at the same time, it, it has to be somebody that can relate and um, really get these guys going because I think they have so much talent. I think they're a couple pieces away from really, really competing, uh, you know, you got Brown, you got Tatum, but I think that you have a you have to add a couple more real dogs on that team uh, for them to move forward and be extremely competitive in a in a, a damn competitive uh, Eastern Conference. Eddie House joining us. Uh, meanwhile, the Bucks are just kind of laying back, watching all these teams fall by the wayside. Then, then you had the Nets; they dusted off the Celtics. If you had to pick one team to come out of the East, who is it? It's the Nets. It's the Nets. I just, it's too much firepower. I think the other day, between those three guys, they had 104 points. I mean, that's hard. You got three guys giving you 104 points. That's pretty tough to beat. 
I mean, that's going to be hard to beat. And then just their uh, effort level on defense has been on another level. I have uh, from from watching them in the regular season to watching them right now. I've seen guys rotate a little bit more. Guys are are, are running. Guys, uh, uh, players are running. Uh, shooters off the three-point line, and when they run them off the three-point line, there's a help right there to make them pass. Here comes the rotation for a contested shot. Those things didn't exist in the regular season. They're playing like they want to win a championship, and I don't think that those three guys, I don't think that you could get any other team to match up with those three guys. You want to say when they play Milwaukee, we could just say uh, KD and Giannis is a wash. Can we say that? And then what happens with the other two guys? You know, James Harden, to me, is the most important player on that team. He's a guy who is facilitating for everybody else. He yep. doesn't worry about shooting. But believe me, if he has to, and we he all know this, yeah, he, he can go it. get it whenever he wants yeah. to. Um, I think, look, I think the, the Clippers have and were better than the Mavericks. But, I mean, like, look, it was two games to none. And the Mavericks are up 19 in the first quarter, 17, and they take out Luka. I know NBA is like, hey, man, it's rotations, it's a long game, everybody makes a run. But, man, you got a team down 17, and he's running a fever and taking him out. There's a lot of things that change in that series, but that, to me, was a massive change that opened the door back up for the Clippers in Game 3. Yeah, I think when you have your foot on a, a team's neck, you got to go ahead and stomp a little harder and twist and put all your weight on it to make sure that they're done. And I think this is the one thing. Rotations are out the window. There's no such thing as rotation. There's no such thing as being tired because these are the playoffs, right? Um, everybody knows that you have a longer bench in regular season and it shortens up. So the rotation thing is out the window. You got to play the hot hand. You got to do do what's best for your team. And you know that could be a mistake to where coach looks back and say, "Damn, you know I should have left him in there, let it roll roll out a little bit, get a bigger lead, then give him a couple minutes, you know, during the TV timeout, give him a couple minutes there, and then insert him back in." But now they're in a dogfight. I think Ty Lue did a fantastic job with shaking up the lineup. He has Reggie Jackson not being the point guard, but being in a natural position of being a scorer, which what he is. Paul George can just be who he is. Kawhi can be who, who he is. Rondo can be who he is, a facilitator, a guy who is a disturber on defense, and that's what he's doing. And then they got Batum in there where they can switch all those players. I think that is the look, and that's the change. Now, I want to see this is the chess match that's being played. Now, what is Coach Carlisle going to do when he comes back out? What is he going to do to combat what the Clippers have done? You know, how are you going to sit back and try to keep push, run through that brick wall, or are you going to figure a way to go over the top of it or blast right through it? So that's, that's the key to me, and I think it's going to be a great game. To be honest with you, man, we can't be more happy with what's been going on in, in NBA playoffs. I mean, if, if you're a basketball fan, you've got to be in heaven, really, though. Eddie, great stuff, man. Appreciate you joining us. Thank you so much. No problem, man. Have a good one. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. 
Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
It's funny, I actually, Every day. Heard, I'm sorry, I actually heard the song on the radio the other day, and when you just hear this version, because I edited it so it's just the, the bass and stuff, and you actually hear the words, it's, it's quite different. So. Yeah, it is, it is. But it's cool, I, you know, my daughter's a bassist, and she's tinkering with the idea of, of playing guitar as well, so uh, we were at Guitar Center twice over the weekend, she's uh, testing them out, and I was like, oh, hey, I looked online, there's a used acoustic you could learn, you know? <laughs> Learn a little, uh, little um, yellow lead better. Yeah, yeah, yellow lead better. Yellow lead better. That's what that was big when I was when I went to Notre Dame. Everybody listened to Dave Matthews Band and learned how to play guitar, playing yellow lead better, uh, Pearl Jam that guitar solo. Bono no, bono no, no, bono no, don't 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 don't. Let's get to the press. The press. Fire Is your dad's low. razor older than you? Get him something new for Father's Day. A DSC six blade razor is perfect for an extra close, precise shave. Get one now at a store near you or as part of a gift set at dollarshaveclub.com slash breakfast club. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash breakfast club. Dan Byer, what do you got? I feel Byer. bad for the guy sitting in his car waiting for the song to kick in, and all he hears is bum 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 bum. It's gonna start, honey. Trust me, it is. Anytime. Twilight Zone. Something, something, something. Something, something, something. Anytime. Right here, right here, honey. It's coming. Yep. Hold on. Here comes the hook. Here comes the hook. Don't get out of the car. Lakers head coach Frank Vogel says they still don't know if Anthony Davis will play in game six on Thursday against Phoenix because of his injured groin making the comments just a few minutes ago. Vogel did say Davis is making progress and is doing everything he can to return to action. I'm burnt right now. Does, mean, does any of that mean anything, right? Like No, but Charles Barkley made the point of last night of why did Anthony Davis travel? And I think it's a fair question. But I also think that maybe that he's closer to actually playing, and that's why they brought him along. So, I, I that that has to be. They had to have they had to have some thought that he could play. Otherwise, why would he travel? Plus, let's also remember that, that it's a short little flight to to Phoenix, right? And if your head trainers are going to be there, those are the guys that are working on him, as opposed to leaving him home. You know, knowing what the main thing is, you know, keeping the main thing the main thing. And- <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, what it is. The main thing for the Sixers is tonight they could close out the Wizards, but they're going to have to do it without Joel Embiid, a small meniscus tear in his knee, according to The Athletic. The report says he's day-to-day, but he's not going to play tonight in a game that tips off in a little less than an hour. Or a little more than an injury. hour. It is a growing injury. Um, I think they closed it out anyway. You know, he did get hurt, and it still took an it, it still took a good amount of fortune for the Wizards to beat him. But stop me if you heard this before. Joel Embiid is nicked up. What does that mean? <laughs> it means he's always nicked up. <laughs> now, the big news of the day you touched on, but for those that missed it, uh, Mike Krzyzewski, head coach at Duke, uh, stadium report said he's going to retire after next season. John Shire, the former Dukey uh, player and assistant, set to be the head coach in waiting and taking over the program once Coach, once coach K moves on. Huh? I mean, John Shire also from Chicago, won a national championship as his point guard. The, the question was, which former point guard would take over? Turns out it's John Shire. It's over, John. How'd you like to be the guy that replaces that guy? That's it, man. Churchill Downs, <laughs> his band trainer, Bob Baffert, for two years following the positive drug test on the second sample of Kentucky Derby winner Medina Spirit. Should be noted, it's the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission that has the sole authority to strip the horse of its Kentucky Derby crown. And you must respect the authority. You yeah. must respect my authority. Um... I think that's a huge story. Bob Baffert can't go to the Kentucky Derby for two years or any of his horses. 
or anybody who trains with them. That, that's that's like the NCAA's death penalty, only for horse race. Horse Roger that. And the 78 players on the 2022 College Football Hall of Fame mm. ballot, including Reggie Bush, mm. Warwick Dunn, Andrew Luck, and our team man at Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington. Mm. Arrington, great player. So is Yay. Reggie Bush. Uh, I would put Reggie Bush in and give him back his Heisman Trophy. Can we take Can we take OJ's? OJ still has his. Reggie doesn't have his. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. I want to point that out. I want to point that out. I like Reg. Reg was a game game. And LeVar was an amazing player. Amazing player at Penn State. God, he was an amazing linebacker, wasn't he? I mean, of all that, Keekly, Keekly and Arrington, modern day Penn State dudes, awesome. Brandon Whedon, Jeff Goodman, David Thorpe tomorrow. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800 3334 for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters 
every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.